0: You're listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast only on FairfieldStags.com. And welcome to this special pod here on the Stag Sports Network. JJ do with you. And uh, we're kind of continuing along with our catch up with Fairfield University coaches. And today I'm really happy to be joined by the man who's brought Fairfield swimming and diving up. I don't want to say up a notch because that would be disrespectful. One side, they brought them up three notches with the three rings that they have on their one hand. Um, Tony Bruno, you have done an amazing job bringing this Fairfield Swimming and Diving program, obviously on the women's side with their back-to-back-to-back championships up. The men's team are improving as well. I have to ask you, when you were applying and interviewing for this job, I know people often have this five- to ten-year plan that's even a question where you get, where do you see yourself in five, 10 years? Do you, did you see yourself having this much success with this group right away? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm very analytical. So, you know, it's, it's you're going in and you're looking at what's the recruiting class look like and what's the current makeup of the current team. And, and I actually had the advantage of uh, coaching at another, another school in the Mac. So I, I had seen it from a distance um and saw that the potential was there I just think a couple things needed to be tweaked so um did I think we were gonna win the first year yeah I mean we put win the mac on everything so yeah I mean if you're gonna say it you gotta you gotta live it breathe it do it um yeah I mean but we we you know credit the team I mean they really grabbed onto it and and we and we went with it so yeah I I always believed from day one that we we had the pieces just a matter of getting them in the right places
0: You talked about how you've been able to see the Fairfield team before you came to this program. When you were on pool deck side looking across and you saw the Fairfield Stag swing diving program as an outsider, what did you see? Because, again, it was a group that was kind of middling in – yeah, exactly right in the middle of the conference. They weren't finishing too high, weren't finishing at the bottom, but they weren't really making strides at that point.
1: Yeah, I think it was just a change of uh, change of mindset, and that's that's with total respect to to previous coaches and things like that. Um, I think we just kind of had to recalibrate how we were thinking. You know, like for lack of a better term, we had to we had to bring the swagger back. Um, you know, I think you know if we're if we're so so uh, ready to promote the academic piece and you know excellence and, and everything that the university stands for. You know, then why aren't we doing it in the pool, right? So it's just a recalibration of like, hey, like, we're the top academic school. We're you know, like, we have all these things in place to make us successful. Now it's it's our responsibility as coaches to, to push that, and it's it's the the swimmers and the divers' responsibility to live up to that. It's like you know, like, follow through. So I think we just we really retooled our our accountability, you know, to to push it along, and and again. Uh, for lack of a better word, we brought back the swagger, you know, you know.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious actually, in how that goes about because we had Colleen young on letters to the herd and she did reference that heavily saying that it was, I don't want to say it was a very challenging time, but it's difficult for any athlete when you go through a coaching change. And she did point out how the morale was a bit low at that time when the changes came through. So she mentioned a lot about how day one, early stages, you did come in with that kind of charismatic energy to bring everybody up. And for a while it seemed like, I don't want to say that they didn't believe it so much that they kind of needed that to get them going. So what did you have to do exactly to get everybody on the right wavelength?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, you bring, you bring the right level of intensity and the right level of energy. But um, I would say one thing maybe was a different approach was really it's right. It's not about me. Right. Cause like, I'm not the one who has to swim anymore. Like I already, I already did that chapter of my life. So now it's, it's, uh, it's on me to get those guys to buy in and, and get the group in the right position. Um, yeah, no, it was definitely, the, you know, Hey, well, well, we haven't been here for, we haven't ever been at the top. So how are we going to get to the top? It's like when we did certain things with accountability and, and different things in training, um, you know, it it was a little bit, Touch and go at the front because you know we would stop workouts at times, and you know I had been through a system where you know the last four years had been like everybody knew what we expected, so we were just moving along. So here it's it's a lot more teaching. I would say the first uh, the first season a lot more teaching of the expectations of where we want to go, what we want to do, and um, you know there was there was quite a few times early on where it's like we're stopping the workout, and it's like it isn't it isn't do this because only because I said so. It's do this because it will make you better. And really, again, the teaching element of, of explaining why we're doing things a certain way, so that uh, the student athletes will connect the dots. On you know, I'm not I'm not telling you to do this to be hard. I'm telling you to do this because it's going to get you better. And and the more you build that trust and the more you build that understanding, um, I think that's when it really started to take off. And yeah, you know, you know, I I was definitely really hard early on, but you know, like I said, I. Uh, Ba- I, you know, I want to believe I backed it up. You know what I mean? Like if I was pushing them hard, you know, they had to believe that, you know, I was going to be in the fire with them. So I, I back, you know, I, I had their backs and we were going to keep pushing.
0: Colleen then went on to mention about it was that meet against Marist that was in the build up to <laughs> that first, that first championship. She said that uh, that was the day that things turned. So obviously that day rings <laughs> up. You, so what happened that day to have everyone click?
1: Uh, I mean, Hey, that wasn't, that was, you know, one of the all time memorable meets. I mean, especially on the women's side, um, right. So when you, you go into the, whatever, the belly of the beast, the, the dragon's lair, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we went in there with a lot of swagger. <laughs> I think, you know, um, uh, you know, we believed that, that we could get the job done, um, you know, and people were definitely nervous starting out. I um, mean, and there's, there's a lot of little pieces to that story that, you know, people forget. And it's like when we bring it up two years later, they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, we were we were missing a key swimmer at that meet. We had to make a lineup change 24 hours before the meet. Um, and, and everybody kind of stepped up and, and, and did what they were supposed to do. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, I always believe we can win in that meet, you know, we start off that first race, we win the first relay and all of a sudden everybody's looking around like, wait a minute, like we won the first relay, like, whoa, 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 like, what are we talking about here? Then, (laughs) and we go one, two in the thousand and uh, you just see the other side of the pool deck, other pool decks moving around, like, wait a minute, that's not supposed to happen because, you know, credit to them. I mean, they had been dominant for about eight years at that point. They had really, and, and again, coaching in the league, they had they had put their foot on people and they weren't, you know, nobody was close for the last eight years. Like it hadn't been close. So, you know, we win the first two races and all of a sudden the gears start to turn. Then we win the 200 free and gears start to turn. You know, Colleen has a super close race in the 100 breaststroke, but she got touched out. But again, it had never been that close, you know, start to pick it up. Um, you know, backstroke, they were a little bit ahead. 50 free, you know, we win the 50 free, like, wait a minute. Like, you know, we win the two fly, wait a minute. Um, and anyway, long and short, it's like, we come out, we come out of the break and the diving scores all get in and they had jumped ahead at that point. And, um, you know, obviously our diving's increased a lot the last years, but at that point, uh, we are a little bit behind anyway, long and short, it's like, we huddle up and it's like super close. It's like, we didn't drive all the way to Poughkeepsie to get our butts kicked. So like, ladies, like let's figure this out. Like, you know, like we're, we are in this, just do your job and we'll be fine. And it was like, we won the next five races in a row. And then it was, it, it literally, Colleen Young, I give a it, give it credit, shout out to Colleen. Colleen wins the two breasts, close race. And everybody's like, oh man, like we're going to, we can do this. And then again, you want to talk about seniors, women like seniors or, or people that stepped up and like really, really put this program on the map. Colleen wins the two breasts, then comes back and wins the 200 IM in like a touch out by a fraction. Like, thank God she didn't cut her fingernails that day. And <laughs> And, uh, you know, so like now it's like, it's, it's the last relay Win the last relay win the meet, um, and, uh, you know, somebody who had a great year that, I mean, it was a great, like great moments. Like, um, the four women on that relay, like Maria Nitty bounced back for maybe not the best hundred free she had individually. Now she's a swimmer of the year right now. We're talking about it now, three years later, swimmer of the year, freshman year, you know, she bounces back, has a great lead off leg. It's like, Whoa. Um, you know, Kelly Cordes you know, all-time legend, go second. And we're like, Whoa, like we're winning, we're winning, we're winning. Uh, Donna Lamb, great split on that relay. I'm still getting like fired up thinking about it now. Donna Lamb, great split. And then, uh, you know, superwoman, Sarah Austinson jumps in and, you know, ironically, uh, the woman from Maris had been a two times swimmer of the year who was trying to, trying to run her down. So it's like you got the senior woman who's been two times swimmer of the year trying to catch Austinson. and, uh, you know superwoman holds her off so it was pretty cool it was uh, it was an all-time great moment and uh, uh it, me- it meant a ton to us you know because it was kind of like whoa like it's real um you know i got text messages from people all over the place it was it was insane but you know i don't want to take away from that fact too though um the men the men stepped up and had a really good meet there too and um you know like we we, we did build momentum for those guys coming out of there too um they kind of slingshotted us because i think I think Ben Kebble might've even been swimmer of the week that week coming out of that meet. So, um, all in all is like, you know, long and short, I I think we kind of put our foot down with the swagger. Like, you know, the men stepped up and swam well and the women, um, brought the hammers. So it was good.
0: And it's funny and we're going to get a little bit into the men's program in just a moment, but I want to touch on one more thing in that sort of run because The championship meet, that was a couple of weeks after that dual meet against Marist. Championship meets, those are a grind. It's not just a one day off. It's a marathon, four days and nights. You have to have everyone, and it's an emotion-filled. I watched the stream of the relay from this year, just the last couple of minutes, just to see. (laughs) I was coming back from a game, and I knew it was close, but it's nuts, going up mm-hmm. the Buffalo, the like, emotions are so high. Everyone's jumping off the walls figuratively and literally speaking. Um, but it's something you also have to manage it out. So after that meet, the Maris meet, you go to championship week. How does one get everyone on that same page? And all of a sudden it's like, hey, don't use all that gas for one meet because we still have a big mountain to climb ahead of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, for us, right, like it's so, some of the stuff always sounds – so cliche, but it, it, it really is the truth. Like you can only go one session at a time. You can only go and go one swim at a time. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, like for, for you know, people that are going to swim four relays, like everybody's going to swim three individual events at the championship where they're going to dive, dive two boards. So, you know, we talk a lot about like, you don't know, you know, let's say you swim seven with the relays. You don't know which swim is going to be number seven and you don't know which swim is going to be number one right? Like number one was your best one. So, you know, when it comes to the three individual events, it's like, sometimes maybe you do, uh, you do well in the first one, but maybe not as well as you hoped. It's like, all right, well, maybe that's going to be number three. Like you don't know. So you can only really take it one session at a time, one swim at a time. Um, And I I think we've done a better job of doing that, you know, as, as intense as I can be at training sessions um, in the meets you know, I know I look a little crazy on the side of the pool, probably at some of those, especially this year. But um, you know, it meets, a, it, it kind of it is it is what it is. It's a product of what you do uh, week to week, day to day, set to set, session to session. So, like the people who do it right, set to set, you know, you tend to see good success at the end. So again, it's all a process, and you take it one at a time. Um, you know, our first night that first year, our women's team um, set. Two, two conference records right out of the gate and and those relayers were majority were comprised out, I think outside of Kelly Cordes it was all first years all freshmen and uh, you know what we do every night we do a team meeting at every dinner every night and it was funny I you know I pulled those uh, those girls aside after and I go uh, I don't think it'll ever be that easy again you know like it's like your first ever conference swim right was the gold medal in a conference record <laughs> It will, it will never be that easy again. And they kind of looked at me like, what? And it was funny because now a lot of those women are juniors now with the, with the third championship. Like, yeah, no kidding. Like, it really it, – it, it isn't easy. Like, it, it, it's really hard to be good, and it's really hard to win. So, um, again, it sounds cliche, but you can only take it one at a time. You really can. So I mean, the more they buy into that, the better we've done. So,
0: Absolutely. And just to quickly kind of wrap up on this front, um, I did ask Colleen this. She Uh, uh, did kind of pass this question off a little bit, which is probably diplomatically the right thing to do. But of the three that the women's team have won, is there one that stands out maybe a little bit more? And it might not be so much of the performance. It might have been the circumstances or just something that truly sticks out. Is there one of the three that you could say you truly remember and say, yeah, that was my favorite?
1: uh <laughs> you know they all three of them are really different so it, it's a it's a hard one like the first one is magical because it's it's magical to win the first one um the second one was you know again yeah, in all respect to the other teams we blew everybody out in the second one like it wasn't really close uh, I thought the third one I'll say the third one is my favorite only in the aspect of... I think we really demonstrated grit because anybody who actually is following us saw that we were, we were having a rough go through the fall this year and kind of like all over the place. And we lost, we lost to some opponents we had beaten in the previous years. And, you know, we go up to Maris, we get our butts kicked. So I mean, to come back and get the third one uh, was pretty special. I mean, I, I definitely stayed in that pool this time a lot longer than the previous two. Cause it's like, you know, cause I say it to the team and you know, it's like, it's really, it's really hard to stay in the moment. It's such a hard, I think it's like any skill you got to practice staying in the moment. And I, I really try to stay in the moment for this third one. Cause the reality is like, you don't know if you're coming back, you know what I mean? Like you, you just, you put, you put all this energy into it. And, uh, you know, uh, we, as an organization, I think really need to, you know, I, I, really push this on the, on the girls. Like, Hey, let's enjoy the moment. Cause like, you know, I, mean, I said that to the team after this one. I was like, "You guys like this feeling? Like, let's let's come back and do it again." <laughs> you know, because like, it's hard. So anyway, I th- I would say the third one just because we really we really faced adversity this year. It's probably not my easiest year as a coach, but we really, you know, we came together when it mattered the most. So I, I give a lot of credit to them for that. Definitely. And um, on
0: the flip side now, as we did talk to talk about that third year, it was also the best finish for the men's side in quite a long time. I think if I was going back correctly, is 2012, the last time that the men finished this high up the standings on the last day. Yes. Um, what goes in now to building this men's side? I know there's a lot of good strides that have been taken over the last couple of seasons to get them to where they are now. So the next question is, what next step do they need to take to get to a a spot to possibly contend?
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're super hungry, you know, so they get they get a ton of credit and I think leadership within the group has really, really stepped it up a notch, uh, especially the last two years. Um, It's hard, right? I mean, like when you're, when you're sharing the pool with the women and it's like, you see the women, women go up like a rocket. Um, There's, there's a lot of variables to that. it's not, there's no, there's no one simple answer to it. Um, but I will say, uh, the men really, really bought into doing like the little things that matter. Like they, you know, we had uh, like eight men stay and train over the summer. We have guys that are are working hard, uh, all year round and that's what it's going to take, right? Like it's, uh, it's really that commitment to a, to a division one program and, and doing more. Um, you know, so the men are hungry and I think, you know, instead of, uh, you know, one of the big shifts, instead of critiquing, you know, what the women are doing to be successful, they, they took more ownership on themselves. And it's like, you know what, like, if we want this, like, we're going to have to be different, you know? So, uh, hats off to them in terms of them, them owning their accountability and like wanting to be better and doing the little things, um, uh, you know, and, um, uh, You know, many of them have had, you know, pretty dramatic improvements over the years too. I mean, that's, that's really difficult to do, you know, at at the college level, you know, like, you know, most of these guys who come out of clubs, they've been swimming somewhere for like 10, 10 years or more, you know, so to be able to, you know, make huge, huge jumps. um, That's a credit to them, you know, uh, really, really doing things a little different.
0: And what goes into that? I mean, obviously, you talk about the hunger is one thing, but is it the group staying in the weight room more? Is it getting the extra laps? You know, maybe even behind the scenes that it just push them a little bit. Is there something that yeah, they
1: to- they have a really good culture of uh, like I said, like staying and training in the summer. Like that's you know to get to the next level, that's a huge part of it. Like, and I think uh, sometimes at some levels, you know, college swimmers. Um, you know, aren't always doing that extra work that, that they need to do. Because um, it, it varies, right? From power five to mid-major to D2, D, D3. Um, you know, for, as far as the summer program goes at, at, uh, in our conference, I would say our men are, you know, probably one of the best, if not the best, you know, and that's probably a bold statement. So it is what it is. Like, I, I, really, I really truly believe last summer our men's program probably had the best summer training group out of all the, all the teams in the conference. And it showed (laughs) because we were the only teams who jump up three spots, you know, nobody jumps up three spots. (laughs) So, so um, I would say their, their, their commitment to summer training uh, was a huge part of that. But even on top of that, like culturally, like the men will stick around a little bit more after practice and kind of, you know um, sometimes a little bit more playful, you know, in terms of like talking smack and like doing, doing extra starts and doing extra relay starts, But they're, they're all about those little details. But, uh, look what happened. We broke all five relay records this year, like destroyed them. You know, like we meddled, we meddled in the, in the eight free relay, like we never meddled in a relay. So, you know, those little things like those little camaraderie things where it's like, you know, hanging around after practice, doing a couple extra relay starts, doing a couple extra starts, like working on a little bit of drill work. But, um, you know, they, they also culturally, I give them a lot of credit. Like, they really embrace attacking each other in workouts at different points. Like they, you know, like it's playful, but like it's, it's good to see a little bit of smack talk between the lanes and like, Hey man, like I'm going to get you on this one. Like, yeah. All right, let's go. Like, um, you know, they, they, they encourage each other. They push each other. Um, you know, maybe two years ago I would say it was probably a little bit quieter around the pool deck, you know, a little bit quieter, but now, um, you know, that intensity is there. It's like, you know what? Like, why not us? You know, like, again, we've got every, every reason to be good here. Every reason. It's, it's a great academic school. You know, we have so many opportunities. We have a ton of support from our parents. Like, we have every reason to be good. So um, they really bought into that and embraced that. And You know, three spots, man.
0: Big <laughs> jump. That is a big jump. Well, it definitely sounds like both sides have very high ceilings to what's to come for the future. Now, before we go, I do have a couple of quick questions. And I know uh-huh. it's kind of been on the topic for a lot of programs. Um, swimming kind of has a different picture in terms of the winter season where you were actually able to complete your league championships. Um So you had some sort of closure there, but you did have your season, in essence, come up a little bit short. You didn't have a chance to compete in your last meet, the uh, CSCA National Invitational. So was that a little bit of a a small downer in what was a very good season just because you didn't have that complete closure? Or does that maybe even make the group a little bit hungry knowing that there's still something left on the table?
1: Um, Well, first I want to say that that meet – is really important for our program, you know, because we talk a lot about uh, we want to go beyond the MAC, you know, like winning MAC, winning MAC championships is the expectation, like that's what we're trying to do, like it's a big part of what we do, um, you know. But it's hey, if we really want to be like bigger in our region, bigger in the national level, um, recruit at a higher level, like we got to, we got to go to these type of meets and compete well. Um, so anyway, that's a big, it's a big part of what we do. So I want to make sure I say that. So we go, we go out there, um, you know, this year we had a lot of first years on that group, you know, uh, especially on the men's side, we had 10 men and we had six women go, um, of the 10 men and, and of the women, um, quite, quite a few first years, you know, as we, again, start to elevate and build up and, uh, you know, and for the first years, it was good experience to expose them to it. You know, we would have loved to have completed the meet, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we started out. Okay. You know, Morgan Hansen made it back in the, uh, 50 fly, you know, Eric Wren makes it back in the five free. And we, we did some time trials to finish out the morning and a bunch of top 10 times all time in, in program history. So it's like, okay, like we're going to be okay. We're going to swim fast. And, uh, we feel good about that. We, we had some relays coming back at night and, uh, we're feeling good about it. And then all of a sudden it's like you saw the dominoes fall all over the country. So, um, you know, probably one of the most uh, things that stuck out about when they finally told us it was over, uh, or when I had to tell the team it was over, you know, we had Jordan Rahu, Rahu, you know, Eric Wren were seniors and, um, Brendan Finnegan was there as a senior and, and Jordan looked at Brendan and goes, I guess that was the last swim. It's like, Whoa. Like, and it was kind of, uh, kind of like a surreal moment. I was like, Oh man, that really is how it ends. Right. Like we, you know, we thought we had uh two and a half more days, but, uh, you know, it's, it, you don't always get to write the script the way you want it, but, um, that's why it's so important to, to make every swim count and make every moment count because, uh, you, you know, sometimes you can't control when it's over. So, um, those guys had an awesome attitude though. You know, everybody there had an awesome attitude. It was like, we're here to compete until somebody tells us we can't compete. And, uh, you know, we, again, we took it session by session. We had a team meeting after every session or every like morning swim and night swim. And, you know, that's why it's so important to make the most of your opportunities because it could be gone, could be gone tomorrow. So.
0: Well, keeping in that theme of making the most of every opportunity, the last question would be, and it kind of emulates what I started with. You see yourself five, 10 years down the line, where do we see Fairfield swimming if we if they continue to keep that momentum going and keep that mindset of just take every moment that you're given and swim away with it. Um, where do you see this group in a few years from now?
1: So it's funny cause like in talking with, you know, class of 21 recruits and you know, now 22s are starting to come through. Um, you know, I call it generation two, right? So like we just got through generation one and, um, you know, on the women's side, you know, we've had three different women get swimmer of the year. Like that's unheard of, right? Like that's unheard of to have like because they're all still here and they're all still winning. So like that's a crazy stat. And uh, you know, like you know, and I, I have no idea who's going to get swimmer of the year this year. But you know, I think we got some good people in the group. Uh, even some newbies that are coming in this year. that could be some really good people in the group. So um, I think that I think that's a, a pretty unique opportunity. But one thing I've been talking to a lot about them is you know, this senior class of women really did some heavy lifting to get us to another level. Um, you know, and, and, you know, everybody's time here is right. It's, it's 40 years and then it's on to the next group. So uh, we have a great freshman class coming in. Um, you know, we had a great freshman group this year. We, you know, we have some strong class. So it'll be juniors. Um, you know, the people we're talking to now, it's like, well, you're going to be the next generation. So like, how do we, how do we carry on what we've done and built on it? You know, and that goes back to, are we going to see more women staying in the summer and kind of building that up? Um, you know, we, we feel good about the national invite, but we believe we can be a top 15 program there. Not only win conference championships but be a top 15 program because our best women can race with anyone, you know, and it's the same thing on the men's side, like on the men's side, you know, our men really get behind the national invite and obviously they want to win uh, the Mac and, you know, our, our men have really, um, you know, I said this a bunch of times to our current seniors who just graduated. Um, You know, you guys, it's really hard to leave somewhere better than when you found it. It's really hard. And one of the unique things here, like with the women's team championship is like, Hey, guess what? That first banner is going to mean a lot. You know, like you have a unique opportunity to leave a mark here. That's like, nobody can beat the first, right? (laughs) Like the first, like the first is the first, like, you're the first ones to the top of Everest. You're the first ones. Like you did it. Like you'll be the first ones to do it. So um I think our, our men are really behind um the big picture. Like not only do they want to win max, but they want to be a top fifteen program. They want to um they want to medal. Like like the the little things, like you you know it's clicking, like the little things, like not to get too much in the weeds of like how like the relays start out, but it's like, there's, there's like a heat one and there's heat two in the relays and like the top seven teams go in the first heat. And then the next three teams go in the other heat. And like this year, um, you know, we swam really fast, but we had a couple where we swam in the first heat where we weren't in the group of seven for the men. And like, but we, you know, we moved up, like we moved up and our guys are like, you know, next year we can't come back here and be in the first heat. I'm like, I'm behind that. Let's do that. That makes sense to me. <laughs> like, of course, like, you know, we, we want to be there. So uh, yeah, five years from now, I say we're, we're consistently fighting for the top 15, you know, five years from now uh, that men's banner better be on the wall or, you know, you can interview me again and give me a hard time. So that, that better be on the wall, you know, in five years, the men better get it on the wall. And uh, I, I trust that they're going to do that. They're going to work hard to do that. And uh, the women, yeah. I mean, we'll see hopefully a few more rings, you know, there you Let's go. You see. might have
0: you might run out of digits on your hands to keep up with it.
1: Yeah, I got. I'm going to run out of quotes to put on the inside of them.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, I love the optimism. Love what's going to be coming for Fairfield swimming and diving coach. Always a pleasure to chat with you and uh enjoy the rest of the off season. Looking forward to seeing you guys back soon. Hey, thanks, JJ. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, giving me the opportunity. This is awesome. I appreciate it. Definitely. Well, make sure to stay tuned on the Stag Sports Network for more coverage as we go forward. Make sure to reach out to us on our social media platforms at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram and at Stag Sports Net on Twitter. So for everyone here, I'm JJ Duke signing off. Till next time, go Stags. Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit FairfieldStags.com.